Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is brought to you by these great Saskatoon businesses. Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street, Dragon's Den Games on 8th Street, and Breakout Escape Rooms on Faithful Avenue. Hey there, I'm your host, Norm, and this is the Cardboard Conjecture Podcast. And on this episode, it is a top five show, and the Council of Cardboard is back. Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon, and Ryan from Mr. Rao Gaming. And it's Rob's turn to pick, and he chose top five fantasy games that are not Lord of the Rings. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, if Gandalf was Canadian, it would be, None shall pass! Sorry, eh? Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street in Saskatoon. They're the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Book Store in Canada, and they were also nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award presented at Comic-Con. Amazing Stories' amazing collection of comic books, board games, puzzles, and collectibles can be found in their store or on their new online website. And we're back. This is Cardboard Conjecture. It is time for the Top 5 show, and it's Rob's pick. And uh, well, before we get into that, we've got to take some time here, slow down, and uh, <laughs> introduce the Council of Cardboard. Um, as our uh, regular uh, contributors, we have uh, Meeple Dungeon and Mr. Rao Gaming, Ryan, Rob, and Anna Marie. Welcome back. Thanks. Thank you, Norm. Good Thanks, to be Norm. here. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, I should uh, not have uh, a double espresso before we start recording. <laughs> I jumped I jumped into the <laughs> deep <laughs> end of the <laughs> pool <laughs> without introducing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know those guys. Cannonball. Um, uh, Rob, this was your list. Yeah. And it was uh, before we started recording, um, we were we were chit chatting about how much this was a frustrating but fun list. So Indeed. what do we got? We have got the top five uh we'll call it fantasy games that are not not lord of the rings all <laughs> <laughs> oh. right so, was, was that hard for you rob was that really was. hard <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a running joke if, if people aren't aware around here it's very difficult very yeah <laughs> um, always has a new lord of the rings game like every week yeah. <laughs> and this version yeah um, you get to establish the initiative order. So, uh, who gets to go first? Hmm. Let's do. Let's do you, Norm. Go Ooh. for it. Okay. Well. Um. Uh, yeah. This was because we also talked about you know crossovers and and I'm like there's obvious ones that are going to yeah. be on the list. So when I'm thinking about it, going well, someone's going to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about this one, and I'm just going to stay uh, say that Gloomhaven <laughs> and Descent. Are, are like probably the most obvious. So right. I, I'm going to stay away from those two. Um, and Pathfinder, the card game, same thing, right? I'm going right. to, those are obvious ones. So uh, my number five is, uh, uh, got me super dialed in because I love the company's use of apps and it's Destinies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still on the base game. And this gives me such fun fantasy narrative uh, kind of, 
at this point, that, that one is kind of choose your own adventure. But there, there are some, you know, good decision making situations uh, with that game. And I know that I know that most of you guys have played it. So, yeah, Destiny's is my number five. Right on. Yeah, we really like Destiny's around here. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a great experience. They are. Yeah, this is the way and you. And I played it mostly solo. Mm-hmm. And I bet you Robin and Marie played it mostly like a, a two-player competitive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that was a good pick. That's a good pick. Right on. Yeah. Who's up next? Let's go Anna Marie next. All okay. Right. So I can <laughs> <laughs> leave Gloomhaven in my list. <laughs> or I can take it out considering it's probably also going to get spoken mm-hmm. about. Or we'll all take it out and nobody will talk about New Haven. <laughs> I think that's just a, a given. But um, so with that being said, I'll take it out. And <laughs> I didn't want to well, burst I- everybody's bubble. They're like, oh, thanks, LePage. And I got to scratch that one off the list. <laughs> well, no, this leaves it for somebody else to have in there. Um, <clears throat> if, Ryan. If, if, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if he doesn't, he'll talk no. about his <laughs> No. <laughs> so what I will do, I will have my number five um, be Wonderland's War. Cool. I, oh. I think that game is fantastic. You got the Queen mm. of Hearts. You got Alice. You got all these fantastical uh, creatures. And it's a ton of fun game. I just think that, you know, I love the way that... Uh, you know, if you're Alice, you go backwards around the table, but everybody else goes the one way around the table. It's just, it's uh, strategy, and there's there's a lot in that game, a lot going on. It's a on. great game. I it quite really enjoy it. So, yeah, that would be my number five is Wonderland's cool. War. I've, I've not played that one, and I've, I hear, I'm here. I saw you guys on Twitter talking a ton about it, and I, Ryan, yeah. I think you were in the same situation. I, I hear everybody everybody talking yeah. about wonderland's war and there's like like currently i don't know when this episode is going to drop but there's the current the expansion that's out on kickstarter right now and the reprint of the base game and everything yep. happening out there but it's i hear so a good. lot of people talking yeah. about this one i hear i hear the, the 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 front load like the initial like probably like teaching of the game to like yeah. newbies is, is, is a little bit cumbersome, but once you over once you get over that hurdle, then everybody's just like, oh yeah, let's just do it again. Let's do it again. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yay. All right. All Who's next? right. Um, okay, Ryan, let's see what you got. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have to preface now. So like we're, we're all in a, we're all in agreement then that my list is gonna be like the true, like these are the best <laughs> fantasy games because yeah. I'm not beating around the bush. They no, can exactly. have like the best ones. The non-beating okay. around it's the bush. It's just where, where are they going to fall? Exactly. Where are they going to fall in that, that, that top five ranking? Okay. <laughs> not making in the list, so I'm not going to talk about it because that's our thing. Uh, <laughs> honorable mention here is Thunderstone Quest. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm talking about yeah. it because I don't know this that one. one. Sorry, you don't know that one? No. Oh, gosh. I'll talk, cool. we'll talk Look later. Look into it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. talk later. <laughs> um, but the one that beat that one out because I think it does it better is Clank. A deck building yeah. adventure. All right. Nice. nice. Of course you gotta go with Clank. It's like the the people going down into the dungeon to try to loot it, but there's this ominous dragon thing like Jink is coming at you and <laughs> it's the, got the timers on you and you gotta 
play your cards right to get the movement, but to get the treasure and don't get trapped underneath or else you're going to get crushed and you score no points if you get trapped underneath the surface and everything like that. And is there going to be the dine and dasher guy that kind of goes in, grabs me <laughs> and gets out right away? And <laughs> Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. And then all your cards are so thematic. Like there's teleportion, te- teleportion, teleporting <laughs> I cards and there's <laughs> potion. I, I meant to say potions as well at the same time, but well, and potions the, and, and the tongue in cheek thematic uh, interpretation mm-hmm. is so funny. Yeah. Right. And if we wanted to go even more, things. cause there's so much, clank out there now like there's expansion upon expansion Mm -hmm. um clank legacy clank legacy acquisitions incorporated is a fantastic take with a story element to uh to the whole system but clank deck building adventure it's got to be a solid number five all-time great fantasy themes that are not lord of the rings that is a mouthful mouthful to say but that was a good reestablishment of the top five uh uh, titles though going into the robs yeah so good segue yeah um i this was a tough one for me because i kind of leaned into fantasy slash medieval type things so um this one what should i do where should i go should i go with <laughs> he couldn't help himself lord of the rings it's it's your party. <laughs> so, yeah, first one it's your party it's your party you can try if you want to <laughs> let's go this route let's go route. number five we're gonna go with Ultray. um Ooh, this one. is a cool one that we played just recently um and it, it was a cool one it was um a co-op game um that was just it, it was hard it was very very difficult, <laughs> it was difficult. Um, it's, it's a game i bought strictly just because of the cover art and then was this pleasant really pleasant not surprised but like really really good it was a lot better than i anticipated and it's all just about you know taking on i think it was a witch king or something that you're up against and um yeah you play as these rangers and you're kind of defending the castle and stuff and it was it was a really really good game i really liked it a lot cool and that's from a studio h i believe I have oh. not heard, I haven't even heard the title. And I, as soon as really? he said that, I saw Ryan go straight to BGG because I yeah. think he was nope. in the same I had to situation. go and confirm. I had to go and confirm because you folks, re- you reviewed this one on your podcast, yeah. I believe, not we too did. long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the Antoine Bauza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, really with the good. Vincent Dutrait art, I believe. <gasps> yeah, Dutrait art. Why do I know game. about this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And it um, was um it was a um take off of an RPG, right? Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. It was built off of a RPG of the same name. Okay. Of Ultra. So and oh, yeah, I'm not. It in, it's not one I'd heard of, but it was a my, lot of fun. In my head, I'm thinking, put it in the cart. <laughs> right. Oh, it's good. Really good. Great co-op really good co-op cool yeah well uh i think we're back to the top now i can i can direct us now that i got our initiative order (laughs) and it's me um and uh so my number four um i quickly want to mention a game that would have totally made it at this number (laughs) but because i haven't had it not been lord of the rings yeah had had it not yeah um uh it was it was uh i caught wind of this from chad of dice and men when he came on and did a hype train and this is dark souls the card game but i don't i can't talk about that one because i've only played it once or twice but mm, that that's a great one but uh mine at number four is aeon's end where uh, it's a cooperative deck building game where you can't shuffle your deck it's how you put your things in your deck in your discard when you go to replenish you just 
turn your deck over and bonanza like take your cards into your hand oh, and then awesome. and then play yeah. them out and you're all wizards that are defending uh, a town against the big bad right there's all these minions that come in and then you, it's like a video game you're playing the big bad at the end and uh it is such it's my favorite deck that like clank is awesome but deck building game i would oh, yeah this one for me just 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 like rings it for that whole magic user kind of side of that fantasy right thing. so yeah if you've not played it you got to give it a try if you yeah. yeah, can we have um aeons and legacy here but we don't have any others we haven't played any of them yeah um, but, and you yeah. this pretty much like legacy is really cool because you just kind of adds way more customization to your characters right which from that fantasy kind of you know uh, uh um collaborative and developing your character uh, mm -hmm. you could go create a super wicked powerful character <laughs> yeah that's awesome Fun. so yeah so uh, aeon's end it, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good choice it doesn't have deck building adventure in the title of the game but <laughs> i guess it's i guess it's a pretty solid choice yeah <laughs> we'll we'll get funnier when we talk about our solid number two choices yeah <laughs> solid <laughs> um uh so that yeah that was my number four um i have we have anna marie up next at number four all right so my number four is uh ashes reborn nice. so oh this this game i know it's been talked about before too but just another it can be a deck building or you can just play with the decks that they give you but yep. um just a two-player uh you've got all the different um phoenix borns yep and so there's all these again all these fantastical creatures and you're trying to uh just be the master phoenix born beating out the other cities and the other ones and um yeah i love the i love the art the art in this game is fantastic it's bright and and mm -hmm. vibrant and it kind of and pulls not you to in mention that it's one of the best dueling card games out there <sighs> it's fantastic <laughs> it is it pulls you into the game and yeah yep. I, I really enjoy Ashes Reborn and I like the the fantasy element on that one. I agree. Love it. Yeah. Can't can't say that enough about that <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty solid choice. I've uh, I've not played it yet, but I've watched a whole bunch and yeah. uh, the dice the dice interaction the is dice. really cool and uh, and uh, my up cuz I bought that uh, Jeff had a, a garage sale thing and I bought the first one. And I noticed uh, last week that my upgrade kit is on its way. Oh, cool. Nice. nice. So, and I, in this one, too, you get to start, you pick your own starting hand. Yeah. yeah. Which is which neat. Is, that's the best thing. That's yeah. so cool. That was, uh, that was the intro that, Ryan, that you had all the time. The only game where you <laughs> get the, there's no mulligan. You just start with what you want. Yeah. Did I, did I say that once I or twice? Once or twice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I love that game. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we're coming up to you, so you could talk about your favorite number four. Oh, my number four best fantasy game all time that is not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Has to be a game that I acquired from Norm a while ago. Ooh, and this is The Legends of Andor, uh, designed <laughs> by Michael Menzel and art by Michael Menzel. And Legends of Andor is a cooperative adventure style game where it is 
very much like a tower defense almost. Mm -hmm. There's that tower defense element to it, but also you have to have, you have to be exploring the regions and going on and solving these different quests. Every adventure or what they refer to as everything is called a legend. And every legend is kind of like a puzzle that you really, really have to solve because there are things that you should be doing before you tackle other things as well as you're exploring this land, going on these quests, solving certain things in certain orders. And it is awesome. absolutely, it's absolutely crazy fantastic. And the system itself is very, very simple that we can actually have a family uh, game on this. There's actually a family version mm -hmm. of Legends of Andor, but, there, this, yeah. but there's nothing <laughs> in this base box that like a family could not actually, if you, as long as you have like somebody that's fairly well versed in the game. Yeah, if you have a guide. Yeah. I got a guy. Well, I got yeah, a guy for that. Yeah. <laughs> we have not played that one. No. And there are a lot of expansion legends out there like you can buy expansion boxes like they're big box expansions that add more legends there's tons of actually fan made legends that are out oh, cool. on bgg that you can work your way through as long as you have the the base content or even some expansion content or something like that but yeah legends of andor is a really really neat and there's lots of things like there's dragons coming and attacking the castles and stuff That's like awesome. that hordes of orcs and mm. goblins and trolls that are storming the storming the landside and you're trying to put out the fires everywhere type thing so oh cool. yeah you're making really, me really regret cool getting rid of it i'm going back <laughs> in the cart putting that one back in the cart <laughs> cool um uh yeah that's that's such a fun game that event card system is just so much fun yeah mm -hmm. um uh robbie Yes, number four. Um, what should we do here? Picking the orders is so difficult. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go down this route here. We're gonna go to um, one of my favorite games to come out from 2019, and that's a War of Whispers, which is like basically the the real. Um, Game of Thrones game <laughs> without being Game of Thrones. <laughs> Just like how Nemesis is like the real aliens game. Uh, War of Whispers is really the the, yeah. the meat and potatoes of uh, Game of Thrones uh, in a board game. Because this one is just like, it's all Game of Thrones. You're just living it out. You're all a different house and you're all trying to backstab each other and usurp each other. And True story. And <laughs> so, so, so good. And, um, it's just like, yeah, it's it's Game of Thrones in a box. Honestly, it's better than the actual Game of Thrones game, and it's uh, just yeah, fantastic. I love it. Love it. Love love it. Oh, I'm so glad you picked that game. I have it right behind me, and it's yeah, it's that whole political side of the fantasy yeah. world so building. Good. Yeah, I like it. that one too. I I talk about this a lot, but I am really I love the different types of art in games, and yeah. this one's very dark. Like it's got the mm. muted colors, right? Oh, yeah. like so the good. deep red, the the like deep mustard almost yeah. like it's got with like shade of gray attached. It's like everything's in the shadow kind of yeah. as far as the muted tones. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really good. It's just adds I haven't to the, played it in adds a while, to the game. But it's I gotta show this game to you, Ryan. This you. is such a good game. You I, played hear it, Ryan. Talk, I, I hear everybody talk about it. I have yet to play this one. Oh, oh my good goodness. One. I've good. heard lots of people talk about it. Gamers I think Garage. by lots of people, I think by lots of people, I mean I hear Norm talk about it a lot. Yeah. 
It's yeah, so good. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, War Whispers. Fantastic game. Great on. Uh, it's coming back to me now. We're at the number thir- tree. Number tree. Number tree. <laughs> um, uh, my third pick. My third <laughs> pick overall is a uh, uh, complete shock and surprise to me that when I was making up this list, it put it on the list. And then all of a sudden, you know how you go to rank it and go, okay, honestly, which one have I had more fun with? And man, Tiny Epic Dungeons is such a blast mm. to play. Uh, it is... Time, I mean, if you've ever had any tiny epic game experience, it's it's a dungeon diver in that whole genre and system. And uh, it can be brutally difficult or it can be, you know, let's set this video game to easy. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, and there's enough there's enough lateral um, depth to it that uh, like like experienced gamers would have fun trying to either cooperatively or competitively uh, be really good at this game. So yeah, great on, on the tiny Epic uh, series of games. Cause this is, I mean, I should have a, li- we should, we should do a top five of our tiny Epic games. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so if, if you've never tried it uh, and it's got cool oh, minis. To. Yeah. Yeah. We only so. have one tiny Epic game. That's it. Ooh. Galaxies yeah. probably, right? Which which one? Nope. Ooh. Zombies. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. That, that doesn't um, feel so, like a big one. So before we go off on a tangent, uh Tiny Epic Dungeons is uh, nice. my very cool. My third pick. Also known as iconography the game. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my that that's a really really running joke. Once once you can get past that. Oh my gosh! There's like an icon for this. And oh yeah, you gotta have the book. That. Once you and start playing, you have that book ready, and then you're like, okay, I got the language down. Very much yeah. like a Fister game, right? Mm. Right. <laughs> so any good heavy euro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there you go. There's some just cause because it's it's visually difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Anna Marie, your third okay. pick. Okay, my third pick. So <laughs> I've got. Uh, this game leans more into the fantastical in the sense that, uh, like, not not sci-fi, but, like, myth, that kind of way. Okay. That's where it's going with the fantasy. Um, and this one is Atlantis Rising. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, so, like, you know, there's you're trying to make it through a portal to another part of the world before, you know, Atlantis gets covered in water. Um, this is a fantastic co-op game, and I believe it plays up to eight. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. and um, the way they lay out the board is in like a star shape almost, like and and the water is like you're physically turning the pieces over to sh- to represent water, and so you're like you're racing against the clock, and you're trying to work together to to try to stop the the, the flooding, right? And it's it's so intense. It's so intense. I know, like, whenever we play it, there are at least a couple people that are like, this game, it stresses me out. Like, yeah. it's, it's too much. And I'm like, yes, but it is just a game, and it's real fun, so keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I love it. I think it, I've always loved the, um, the story of Atlantis and that whole, you know, that idea. So, um, yeah, my number, my number three is uh, Atlantis Rising. Oh, I agree with you on every one of those. Um, this is yeah. so cool because, like you said, it's a it ha- it's a kind of a five 
peninsula island and each yeah. one of those peninsula represents a euro resource yeah that yep. the further down the bigger risk of am i going to go for like right close to the water but risk flooding but big reward to yep. be play it safe right um yeah. and that's where the panic comes in like i mean i'm laughing because when you're talking about stressing you out there's like mental smoke breaks that you have yeah. to take you just stand away from the board and you're like okay uh yeah. well what's going on here whoa 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 let's just stop let's just stop yeah. and have a coffee and have a look yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so good ryan this is another one that you you that, that's and another one Jen i don't just, know much about oh, oh yeah. really oh, it's yeah, fantastic I and i believe so good. we have a um you know shop cannot have a playmat but we have <laughs> we have the big um the big play mat that sits underneath so you've got the water and all this and yeah. so it's yeah it's really gorgeous it's awesome it's one of the, of the best looking games ever made <laughs> the way you said that made made me laugh because that was like my my french aunties and uncles when they would go i was so shocked and surprised yeah that, uh, <laughs> um yeah yeah that that's an awesome pick uh just for the simple fact that i'm stressed out thinking about it right now this episode of Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Dragon's Den Games, located in the Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Swing by Dragon's Den Games and let Darren, Al, and the awesome staff help you out in search for great board games, role-playing games, miniature systems, and all of the related accessories. Be a part of their gaming communities that have scheduled events in their great gaming area. Dragon's Den Games, Louis VIII Mall on 8th Street in Saskatoon. Ryan, your turd pick. Okay, we're in the top tree. Top tree. We're, we're, in, we're in the top tree of the turd period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the turd okay. star. Okay, so now what order are the big games <laughs> going to appear? There we go. What order is the big ones going to come here? So it's sitting at number three. Is descent yeah. right? So yeah. Descent. I knew that. And was this out. one, it's got to be Legends of the Dark, the newest iteration. Yeah. Not to take away from Journeys in the Dark, the second edition. Yeah. Um, that game is fantastic in its own, and I'm glad that they went the route of having the app take care of the Overlord stuff and making it a pure co-op experience. But Descent Legends of the Dark was designed ground up as the full co-op experience with the full app integration going on these huge epic adventures like when you talk about like a scenario taking like two and a half to three hours to complete for one single scenario <laughs> it's epic and the 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 whole build up like you're just walking through then you're just encountering literally, some bad guys like the literally literal build walk. up <laughs> right yeah, and then there's like the physical components of this game too that just add to the the, the awe factor and the fact that you're just like you're harvesting things out of the some of the things you're harvesting items and then after the scenario is done you can take those items to the town and you can start crafting and selling things and it's like got that whole rpg experience of just like hey now and then there's a card for that like oh, i crafted this thing told me it does all that oh yeah the thing that was always our joke was that after we would finish the scenario 
we could actually go then shopping. Sit, we can go sit living, <laughs> sit in the living room with the iPad and do the shopping business and type thing. That's <laughs> awesome. Exactly right. And oh. So, oh yeah. And the characters are well written. You can get back into the lore with there's some like there's some novels now that explore some of the characters and their backstories. Oh, cool. Or uh, there's just so much to like about this. I really need to get back to. It. I'm not finished the adventure. Because they've announced that the second act of the whole story is going to be coming soon. So they're warning everybody, get get yep. your act ones finished. Because act two Jeez. is picking up yep. right where it's leaving off on act one. You're, this, this, whole, this whole explanation of your, of your number three, for me, felt like a motivational speaker. <laughs> oh, me, I, I was feeling stressed. I was like, "Oh my god!" And we're gonna go live in a van down by the river. I'm, I'm walking away right now. I'm going to the store and picking this game up. This is crazy talk. It's Why so don't I have? And these are the best miniatures that Fantasy Flight has ever produced. Um, yeah, in their in their quality excellent. and their scale, and he's <laughs> out goes Norm. No, he's 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 out he's out the door. He's now. on his way to amazing stories right now. <laughs> I gotta get this. I'm breaking in the window. Uh, and then the art on the box. Let's just like the Diablo esque <laughs> art it. on the box. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this is just how excited I am for number three. It's just number on three. My list. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. I could crack a number two joke right now, but we'll get there. We'll get um, there. Uh, <laughs> Ryan. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, Rob. You have to follow that. That's okay. <laughs> okay, that's Rob. Okay. That's, uh, we'll that's a big shoes to fill at number three. It is, and I have just the game to fill <laughs> such big shoes. And it comes from Awakened Realms. Um, oh, so good one. Lords of Hellas. Oh, um, nice. This game. Oh, my goodness. Um, it was one of our first big Kickstarters we ever backed. And it's still, to this day, one of my favorite games. And we painted all the miniatures. It was like one of our first cracks at painting. And it just I'm very it proud of those. Really I think good. they look yeah. really good. And the game itself was just so good with all the different ways you can win the game. The huge board and the massive minis. And it was just awesome. It was just everything about it is just wicked. Love Lords of Hellas. And yeah. Every time it makes me want to like go the monsters route. Yeah. Just you can to hunt get monsters the monsters. to win. You <laughs> can play the <laughs> that are this tall to win. You can... <laughs> Do all the cool stuff. Yeah. It was a great game. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Lords of uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, but, me uh, too. Yeah, Lords of Hellas, excellent. Now, number three. Is this a mind clash or no? Who who does this Awaken game? Realms. Awaken Realms. Yeah. Yeah. Their minis are fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, so good. The game oh. is great. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. If there's, just, a, if there's a company... That it's giving fantasy flight games a run for the money of how much money I'm giving a company. <laughs> it's Awaken Realms. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I just, Honestly, I think they've overtaken it for me, for us. Like, <laughs> I think we're going to have every Awaken Realm game here. Like, it's going to happen. Um, I just realized a game I should have on my list, but I'll get, I'll do that at the end. Yeah, you okay. can punch that up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, you know, my number two isn't going to be the same number. As uh, after, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to not even crack a joke now. I'm like, <laughs> uh, so uh, squeeze the, it out, Norm, the, squeeze the it second, out. The second pick overall, which is a really solid number two compared to what you guys had at your number three. Um, but uh, it has to be talked about. 
because I, uh, when I was <laughs> guilty here, um, when I was thinking up of the list and I was going through it, and I went, oh, yeah, that's got to be on my list. I got rid of it. So I went and I ordered it. I sold it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and that is uh, Sword and Sorcery. Oh, yes. Which is, um, which is uh, I, I brought it up just because I want to talk about, uh, it's Ares Games. It's mm-hmm. it's one of these. Um, I don't know if it's like a European, but it's kind of like off the radar kind of fantasy games that uh, like on BGG, it's 8.0 mm-hmm. and it's like a four out of five weight. So uh, Jeff and I played like a whole campaign and um, it came out this. I think this was a flaw, not a flaw, but a bad coincidence. It came out the same year as Gloomhaven. Oh. Right. So yeah. it had that it had that to compete with and it had that as a comparative, but they're so different. Um I think Sword and Sorcery is very much like kind of what a Pathfinder D D cards in your hand would be compared mm-hmm. to what Gloomhaven, but uh th- yeah, reflecting on this list, I kept going, I had so much fun with that game. Why did I get rid of it? And I think it was that fact what was uh, I have this one and Gloomhaven, and if I'm going to get to Gloomhaven, I've got to play at least one campaign of this one and have it move on and then bring that one in. Yeah. And so now this is probably, again, on my list of games I'm kicking myself about getting rid of. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my new top five list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, Which won't work for you guys because you don't get rid of games. So. We don't get we rid don't, of them. We don't, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real problem. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, if Ryan, have you played Sword and Sorcery? I have not and this is right up my alley style game every time yeah. i walk by i'm like i should get it but i then know I, but then i just end up like oh wait i just backed it so and so kickstarter so <laughs> yeah no <laughs> See? which happens a lot lately like for some odd reason it's i don't a know backseater why game <laughs> it takes a back seat to a lot of games yeah it's unfortunate because we we haven't played it either and no uh, we don't have it and I don't think it, I don't think I've even seen it around here. I did see. I saw some. Was it an expansion that came out recently, Norm? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think I saw okay. that expansion. And that's the thing. We're like, still yeah. supporting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Jason, Jason from Dyson Dragons, he's big up on the sword and sorcery. He he, he, yeah. he was really really excited because sword and sorcery was going to be one was going to be one of those games that remember when we talked about the Taburu game yes. system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sword that's and Sorcery right. was going, that's was right. going that to was be, going to be one, one of their launch games. Yeah. But then so they did, did that game get, it. did Tiburu get pulled? Yeah, it, it well, yeah. Sword and Sorcery for the Tiburu, it got, oh. it got pulled. So I have no idea if, there, if it's oh, still in no. development or not. But yeah. that's the style of game that Tiburu was meant to make. And then I think they just fumbled. They, they fumbled it at the goal line. Ah. <laughs> they got, got returned the other way for a pick six or something like that. Riders. <laughs> Riders, <laughs> Anna Marie. Uh, I'm not even going to be disrespectful. Dis- no, your second pick. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I just I, I'm I'm sad that I missed that other game. So I really am going to say it at the Talk end of my it. list later. But um, my number two I've got is still a fantastic game. I love it. Is uh, Nita Valir. Mm-hmm. Okay, that it's so game, good. So good. Like it's a lighter game than all of these heavy ones that you guys have been talking about recently, but that doesn't take away from how awesome it is. I agree. It <laughs> is so good. You're 
you're a dwarf and you're going through to all the different pubs and taverns and you're trying to amass so uh, your uh it's very thematic right mm-hmm. you're going through to your um trying to amass this large um company of the best skilled dwarves in a whole bunch of different areas because you're going to try to fight this dragon this mm-hmm. dragon that's coming to uh like basically taking over the land mm-hmm. and so you just want to have the best um, best company, I guess, yeah. beating the, your opponent's company so that you kind of get the glory and, and all that. And it's yep. so good. So you're bidding, you're going to the pub, you guys, you're blind bidding on, on these, uh, on the, you know, the different, right. You're trying to uh, persuade them to join your, yeah, come, your come with me. And, and it's we, and the set collecting parts. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. That game was legitimately one of the biggest surprises for me. Um, last year, I think was that last year. I don't remember. Either I way, a, that yeah, game I thought would, looked kind of whatever, but then like, wow, was it awesome? Some cool mm-hmm. mechanics and just great theme, and it was quick and easy and fun. Loved yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Ryan, you sh- you showed me this game on on uh, BGA, mm-hmm. yep. and then I started wa- uh, looking watching a lot of it, and uh, yeah, the dwarves. I mean, you can't go wrong. Yeah, it was my plays on BGA that made me actually go and actually buy the actual physical copy because it was. Yeah, it, it is. Ex, it's an excellently designed yep. game. Yeah. It's got a fantastic production. And wasn't it awesome getting in person, Ryan, and getting the the little like stadium of the coins? Bleachers. <laughs> the bleachers. Yeah, the, the, like. the, the paint. The pain in the ass bleachers yeah. to, to, to assemble, but once you got it assembled, you're good to go. Yep. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, when you're talking about it, I made a little note of a, 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 a joke that cracked me up. That I think th- at least three people on this talk will laugh about is uh, the game reminded because you're like you're going to the bu- the pubs and you're yeah. trying to gather people, right? And to me, I'm like, yeah, it's just like in Saskatchewan on a Friday, and you're like road trip. Road trip. <laughs> well, on a road Let's trip. Go. <laughs> yeah. We're going to Banff. We're going to breakfast in Banff. Cheers. Road trip. Who Cheers. wants to come? Oh, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> We're going up through the quad and into the gymnasium. Awesome. I keep mispronouncing that one. Nidavalier or Nidavalier? Nidavalier. Ryan. Okay. What's your deuce? Dropping the big deuce right now, <laughs> getting it out of the way. My number two greatest fantasy themed game that is not Lord of the Rings of all time is Gloomhaven. Number two. Number two is Gloomhaven. So what's number one? <laughs> um, but everything, Gloomhaven, not Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Fair Games, Isaac Childress designed a massive, massive hit here. Yeah. Um, scratched every <laughs> well to the tune of I don't know how many millions of people, mil- sorry, millions of dollars mm-hmm. that this thing pumped in, but tapped that RPG mm. experience in a gigantic coffin box experience. Yeah. Um, the only knock I have against the game is that you actually have to go and buy a organizer to get everything <laughs> somewhat <laughs> thing. But luckily, there's enough fan service out there that everything can run through different apps and bookkeeping mm-hmm. things and stuff like that. But the story was actually, like, I played through full Gloomhaven, and the story is actually really, really good. And 
the things that you have to do, drinking the potions to get that extra stamina just so that you can <laughs> fight off that one last skeleton that just doesn't seem to go doesn't away or die <laughs> or getting swamped by legions of oozes. I was, I was just going to say ooze and you we thought of the same one, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> because that scenario with the oozes was so freaking That's annoying. So yeah. Oh, they keep coming. The most frustrating thing for me is there's no way I can get to the, uh, the, the, that space in the amount of time. I can't, I gotta be running all the time. Right. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. And that whole card mechanic where you keep losing a card almost yeah. like every time that you go through, you're like, oh my gosh, the timer no is on and no. yeah, no lollygagging. And <laughs> the only, the only thing that I wish that it had was a fail forward system yeah. rather than you yeah. have to keep doing the scenario. Yeah. Sometimes it was like, yeah okay i passed yeah right <laughs> yeah i was very close i'm not gonna do third this time five times third time around yeah we did it the yeah. pity part it. sure what are you talking yeah. about of course i did that and i unlocked this thing at six? the same time uh we hit him for six yeah. okay. <laughs> oh look at that we did it yeah yeah and they 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 managed to do it without dice but still the cards hate me they, yeah. <laughs> when you flip them over and stuff like that oh but, uh-huh. yeah Oh, and just like the, and, and the fact that Gloomhaven, then there's Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, which was a nice, great is the product that should have came out before big ass Gloomhaven came out. But <laughs> um, I like the fact that Gloomhaven that you can that your characters will eventually gain enough glory and everything that they actually end up retiring. Retired. <laughs> yep. We're it. too old for this. We're too old for this <laughs> stuff. And, then let's, let's and get off down. to the pub they go. Yeah. For Nidavellir. And you get a new character and they get their own bonuses and they got their own special. Oh, your hidden goal. Ooh, what's your hidden thing in the yeah. background that you're trying to achieve that other people. Oh, yeah. so good. Frosthaven's going to completely annihilate this one out of the water when it comes out. So uh, Gloomhaven's number two for now. In a future time, if we have to do this list again, it'll be Frosthaven. I'm <laughs> before Drop we Mike. before we get on to Rob's number two. Uh, I'd mm-hmm. like to point out the fact that we've had no crossover yet. No, well, it's because you guys all altered your I, list at the last moment. <laughs> I, I did take Gloomhaven off my list. I took Gloomhaven off my list. Yeah, so there would have been one crossover. I never Gloomhaven had it on my list. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's no argument. I knew Ryan folks was going to have it. You folks are crazy for not having Gloomhavens so, on your top fantasy so list. So how about we just say <laughs> how about we just say Gloomhaven and Descent are automatic crossovers? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Rob. Okay, number two. This one was i would think my number one for a long time but it's been usurped um and this one is was my favorite game for a period of time Uh, but it's still my number two and that's blood rage so good um so good Good (laughs) of uh of uh eric lang fame and just the you know, the original of his trilogy of, uh, you know, big mini games and just, yeah, the Viking lore, uh, the area control and the minis and the, the card play and the drafting. And this game is just, oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. But there is one game better. <laughs> but yes. And it's on my list. Uh, maybe. I'd be yeah. shocked, but. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a wicked game. Blood Rage, 
it was it was a toss up for me on these these last two here. Ooh. Um, but Blood Rage is yeah one of my favorite games. Fantastic. But it's been it's been cemented in podcast lore that Blood Rage is the number two. Yes, <laughs> it is the number two. There's one game better. Ooh. If you like the content we're creating and the podcast episodes we're producing, please leave a happy rating on the podcast platform that you use. This would be such a great gift and would also help others find our podcast when they search for board game podcasts. And if you have the time, check out our new YouTube channel where we have new content every few days. Just search Cardboard Conjecture on YouTube. Thanks, eh? Ooh. Okay, well, let's get down to this number ones. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a surprise to Ryan, um, but uh, probably w- one of my more, the designers I respect in regards to having such a range of design, like quality design games from, from like, uh, uh, you know, the family type games all the way to the Uber abstract make your brain crack games and it's vlada Schwatel's mage knight oh nice i've never played that and oh it is heard a lot about it it's deck builder joy with Mm -hmm. that um dark dark rpg uh, kind of narrative Uh, i have all the expansions um it is it's basically like immersive uh, collaborative storytelling as you're building your deck and you're trying to do certain things and go, you know, there's, oh yeah, there's just so much. But, and I've said this before, the only drawback to this game is that it has an incredible cognitive load in yeah. regards to, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just simply go, I'm going to go to, uh, um, uh, uh, I think it's, um, uh, Richie Royal or something like that, where he has that Mage Knight tutorial, and I watch it and go, "Okay, I got it back in my head now." And I put the rule book beside me, and then I can play. But uh, it's one of those games where you got to get all the details and all the minutia sorted, and then go, "All right, let's have a smooth play." Uh, once you get there, um, I use I'll usually leave it on the 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 table for like a week and just play it straight for a week. And then put it that's away. Awesome. So yeah, Mage Knight. Nice. Um, that's, I've heard yeah. so many good things about that, and I've never been able to get my hands on a copy. It's a shame because I really want to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it either. I've heard. I had, I, ha- I had it for a bit. Never cracked it. Never cracked the seal, and then sold. It. I thought you had the <laughs> ultimate. You bought the ultimate box when it came out, didn't you? Yeah, and then I was like, "Man, what did I get myself into? I'm going to pass this on at a profit." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, the yeah cardboard economy sometimes, right? Right. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, well, I yeah. say yes, but I've never done it. So I, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, uh, I have a copy, and I'm uh, able to lend it out if anybody ever needs it. So. Uh, just because it's number one in my book and in my heart. <laughs> uh, cool. There you go. Anna Marie, number one. But okay. you got to talk about the game that didn't make the list. 
Do you yes. want me to do that after everybody's done theirs? Just yeah. in no, case no, it ends it up. Put it out, on, yeah. it out now. Give but, it down. What if it ends up on somebody's list? I don't want to steal. Oh. The, yeah, do it so after. that's what do I'll wait till after. after. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Um, so my number one, um, I believe this one came out in 2003. So oh. it's been around for quite a while. Mm. And it's one of the themes that I have loved since I was a kid. And... Um, but it has a twist and I love it. And I think this was one of the first of its kind. Mm. Um, and that is Shadows Over Camelot. Oh, yes. I love yeah. the whole King Arthur, that whole um, that whole theme. I love it. And uh, this game is you've got, you know, the Knights of the Round Table. They're, they're trying to get the white swords, you know, to try to, you know, clean up, uh, take out all the bad guys, clean everything up in the realm. But then you've potentially got a traitor in your yeah. mist in the round table and they're trying to put all these black swords out and but they're being stealthy because they don't want to be get known too early um you know so yeah. it's oh it's, it's one good. of the original yeah like traitor hidden games, traitor games yeah. right and days of wonder quality too oh yeah yes. it's so good and so yeah i um shadows over camelot that's oh. my number one great game i've played that in ages yeah ryan I know I you got, got many stories. I got many stories. <laughs> <laughs> All the way from Norm pretending he doesn't know what he's doing. So how do you play this game? How, how do you play this game work? again? Like, if there was a traitor, like, <laughs> oh, no. how, would we, how would we know if there was a traitor? <laughs> yeah. And then I would explain, and then I would explain, and he'd be like, well, that's exactly what a traitor would take, yeah. say to us. And he convinced all the students at the oh, table no. that I was the traitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And from Ian, we well played, played. This, I played Brilliant. this game with Ian, and he had convinced everybody at the table that I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many great stories about that game. I've introduced that's lots awesome. of people to like the gaming hobby through shadows over camelot because of that it's got a great theme it's got a great system behind it mm -hmm. oh yeah great yeah. pick <laughs> <laughs> awesome um uh well speaking of ryan number one probably i don't know out there it's like the greatest card game of all time that's out there it's pretty it's pretty big out there <laughs> I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about Ashes Reborn is my number one. Oh, all right. Uh, Ooh, Ashes crossover. Reborn. Crossover. <laughs> nope. It's got the best. It's got the best theme. That yeah. high fantasy, the, the fantastical theme of summoning, just being these summoners, that's summoning creatures and casting these spells against each other in this epic duel to see who's going to become this, this Phoenix born that is going to eventually like unite the kingdoms all together and you are representing your like your town or your country or your faction or whoever you're representing mm -hmm. just this big old massive tournament it is so good yeah the yeah. magic dice system like you're never out, like right from round one you can do something yes like, i love you, you're, that you're, you're not mana locked or anything yes the start with your best like what you think is your best starting position get those cards into your hand right off the bat and then playing that same deck over saying that was those were not my 
five best cards. That was not the what? five best. I should have <laughs> go back to the drawing board. I thinking? <laughs> or they were the five best, just not against against his yeah, five best. Against that or or what I've yeah. seen with uh, Ryan and and Rob playing that you got the best cards, but the dice don't yeah. make oh, yeah. it work. And that's oh, the great so thing good. too is that. There is a side action you can take to flip mm. your dice. As long as you discard, you have to discard some cards. You have to either discard cards that are in play, discard cards from your hand, discard cards from the top of your deck, but you can flip dice to what you want them to be. Yeah. So you're so never good. you're never locked out. I, that's I think that's what I appreciated was that consumable risk. Because yep. you're never stuck. You just have to, what am I gonna take a chance on? Like, just got to give up something right yeah. now. I got to yes. give up the now. I think the most painful one is like off the top of the deck and you're like, ah, ah, ah I oh. don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. And the customizable aspect of this game, like everybody talks about, oh yeah, Magic the Gathering, blah, blah, blah. The big, the big one that's out there. Um, literally, you can incorporate any card you want into your deck you just have to also have the matching the dice. type of dice yep. Yep. you don't have to play with just one style of dice you can have like five different styles of dice if you get mm -hmm. crazy or something like that but yeah oh cool so it's so good it's the greatest card game <clears throat> to ever have existed um, <laughs> more people need to play this game yeah go out i to agree your flgs no right now if they have ashes reborn sitting on the shelf buy it you're gonna do yourself a favor pick up as many expansion packs as you can find <laughs> yeah 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 at, dollar dollar at, bills all day long yeah at this point it's kind of like um the uh marvel champions it's like yeah. whenever a new one it's like yep pre-order yeah, we have it on like, automatic pre-order pre <laughs> come in they're so yeah it's so now, good now is that a, is that just a predictor for what possibly could be rob's number one because let's transition now rob <laughs> it is not i didn't think so board. okay no. although i do love that game um but this game is a game that doesn't get a lot of talk however i do see it played a lot um at conventions and such um and this one is one of the best gaming experiences i've ever had in a game Every time I play it, mind you. Um, and this one is from 2016. Uh, and it, it's it been re-released just lately over the last year or two with new art. Um, but I love the original art. Oh. This game is Inish. Yeah. And this one oh. is from Madigo. And oh my goodness, this game is one of the best my favorite games of all times probably my top two two or three and it's it's just so good have either of you played inish oh i see no oh, one's reaching for it there he is. he's got the original art yes that, he does he's got too, the good yeah. art for sure he's got the good art <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just the most tremendous game you have a deck of cards particularly at two players this game is absolutely amazing. It's some of the best experiences I've ever had playing any game ever. And you have a deck of cards, and that deck of cards represents your actions for the round. And that deck gets drafted out between you and your opponent. And there's always one card out of these, I think there's 11 of them or whatever it is, mm -hmm. that gets discarded. Neither of you know what card that is. Um, and there's some cards that are really, really, really powerful and like that you can cancel each other's moves on how you're going to move your way through the turn and through the round. 
And it's just this crazy chess match with uh, like three or four different ways you can win. And you're constantly just trying in damage control, trying to yeah. make sure that your opponent can't win is more important than you winning. Should be called damage control. Yeah. Game. So it's like this, oh, it's yeah. just this unbelievable <laughs> thing where you're just, you have the cards in your hand and you're just sitting there just like not knowing what you should do right now. Because <laughs> it's like if I play this card and he's got that one, then my whole round is done. Right. And like, and then you're just looking at the card that's face down on the table over there that neither of you are aware of what that one is. And you're just praying that that card isn't in his hand. And it's just, oh, this whole thing is just amazing. Inish is one of the best games ever made. The best description I have for this game is if anybody um, has had like brothers or older brothers, it's like that fight when you were young with your brother <laughs> where one's going punch to the head and the other guy's going punch to the gut. And you're just like, bang, bang every oh. time. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's just it's like, but but if but the moment it gets out of sync, when you're like, oh, if I don't have the right card, I'm gonna just get my head taken off, right? Or yep. or I'm just gonna walk through this without any kind of resistance, and it's it's tension. Oh, the game is amazing. Yeah, the tension's incredible. Where you you end up drafting cards just so your opponent can't have it because you know that they're about to do whatever. Like they're they're you know one round away from finishing the game in x way oh my and gosh. if you don't take this card they're going to have it in their hand and they're going to make it happen so you have to take that rather than the card you'd really want to have and it's just trying to do this whole chess this this chess uh, i mean it's a chess match is what I'm, it is but it's so good i'm going to say something that's going to make ryan put it in his cart um <laughs> it's very the, that card drafting is very blood rage like oh yes yeah it's where it's just like which one did he oh did they take this oh if they yeah. took that one then i got it oh i can't oh but then if they didn't and i'm just mind gaming me then ah yeah yeah and you just <laughs> that card face down but in that two-player game that face down card like that just throws you for a loop the whole way because just one of the actions because all 10 or 11 or 12 cards are completely different and those are the only actions that are going to happen at any given time. Mm. And you just know that there's that two or three of those cards that are just devastating. And you're, you're assuming your opponent has it, but it might be that one that's over there. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh, it's so good. The, one of the best games ever. The sound that I hate the most is when the card draft happens and one of the people at the table goes, <laughs> right? like, no. Yeah. Or oh, you just oh. sit there and go, oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> and then everybody at the table's like, "Okay, I guess we're all ganging up on that guy." Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Uh, that's a fa that's honestly that's a fantastic way to round out this list. Ryan, have you ever played Inish? I have not played Inish. Oh, it's in that other one. It's in that uh, series of uh, of. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Cyclades, Cyclades, and, and Kemet, uh, Kemet and, yeah. and Inish. It's like that's that trilogy. Um, that I've heard people describe in that kind of war game-ish kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. This so, artwork. Yeah. So we're, you know what? We're going to have to have like a what you've been playing Wednesday con just so that we can all yes. play these games that we've yeah. talked about. Absolutely. <laughs> hmm. uh, Ryan, Fantastic. you're looking at it, aren't you? You just put it's in the cart. No, I'm actually taking my I'm actually taking my turn in a game of Blood Rage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, funny. Um, uh, should I say the ones? Yeah, that, I was gonna yeah. say right. And okay. I want to hear that that game that didn't make it. 
Well, as everybody was talking, I was like, I shoot, I didn't even think about fantasy realms. Yeah, I had that, <laughs> that on my list. That yeah. was a Got good fantasy one. Fantasy in the have name, been on, <laughs> yeah. right? Fantasy is literally in the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that I, I think it's behind some of the games that are sitting up. So when I was looking, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about it. Uh, but that's Dwellings of Eldervale. Mm-hmm. That I never played it. Oh, it's good. And that one, that one would it's have been fan- close to my you list. Play dwellings, eh? Because it's yeah, it's now fantastic. that you mention it, yeah, that's yeah. that probably should have been in my top five. <laughs> yeah, dwellings <laughs> is tremendous. Well, that's game. I was thinking that might have been your number one. That's why I didn't want to say it, but yeah, it oh. is for sure. No, I honestly I forgot all about it. Uh, yeah. That would be in my top five. That would actually be in my top three. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, we're definitely having a what you've been playing con just so we can get these <laughs> games played. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Right on. Um uh you, you know what? I think that was so so Anna Marie, you did the the Wheel of Fortune list. Rob, you did the fantasy list. Ryan, yep. I'm just gonna give you dibs on the, the next top five list coming up. Not right great. on science fiction. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually Rob did, Rob, Rob did um Rob did the uh fantasy. I'm gonna say top Fan, uh, top science fiction that's not Star Wars. <laughs> All right. I like it. All right. I'm in. That's awesome. Because I had I'd written down an idea I had, and then as I'm writing it down and we're discussing, I'm like, oh, this can't count because it was top five games that you want back. And I was like, <laughs> you guys don't get rid of games. So you'd be like, uh, we got nothing for this list. <laughs> I'd be um, more than uh, happy to sit there and listen. But yeah. 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 Top, yeah you, you guys are top, idiots? Top, top games that should leave the collection but you just can't pull yourselves Ooh. to actually getting rid of yeah yeah, yeah. i could the do that, that should top get five rid games of. on the doorstep <laughs> you get top five out. on the doorstep yeah yeah sounds good <laughs> so uh okay i like that top five science fiction games that aren't star wars i like it there you go so yeah. basically I, like I have to ignore half my collection then <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right I can I've, see already like my, I've already got my. I've already got my top five actually already created. Oh man! Oh, that gosh, Ryan. Because I knew that that's what was going to be my pick after Robin mentioned his pick. I knew exactly. <laughs> I said, "Hey, science fiction, not Star got Wars." It. Got it. Balance this out, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Before we head out, let's uh, give yourselves a plug. Uh, Meeple Dungeon. Yeah, thanks, Norm. I'm Rob and Anna Marie, and we are the Meeple Dungeon out here in Kelowna, BC. You can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube the Meeple Dungeon, (laughs) (laughs) and our uh, our own uh, podcast, the Meeple Dungeon podcast, on all your major podcasting sites. Cool, hey everybody, and I am Ryan from Mr. Rouse Gaming. And you can catch me live every Tuesday and Thursday evening on YouTube in the YouTube land, whatever you want to call it nowadays. <laughs> and I'm always playing something, either solo or with friends. Rob and Anna Marie have been on the show. Norm's been on the show. Lots of different people have been on the show already. Had a blast and playing memoir. That was awesome. That was great. Yeah, and we played oh, Unmatched yeah. with the uh, with the Meeple Dungeon. Right. And I've got lots of other things already scheduled. Um, this week, I'm going to be doing the Star Wars Clone Wars nice. um, pandemic nice. system game. So oh, cool. uh just realized I'm going to have some issues with that one because the board is actually really, really big. Um, <laughs> but you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Mr. Rao Gaming. Cool. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's say thank you to uh, everybody who's now... Um, 
looking on their phones or on their computers at their favorite <laughs> favorite <laughs> clicking load the load the uh, the card up uh, board game store. But no, go to your local friendly game store and get the uh, addiction taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thank you everybody for joining me once again for. Uh, a bad case of FOMO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, Norm. Yeah. Thank All right. you once again. Thank you. Cool. Hey, that was awesome. Thank you once again to Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon and Ryan from Mr. Rao Gaming. Another successful episode of the Top 5 show, and I believe it is Ryan's turn coming up next. So stick, bu- stick around. Stand by. I just won't mash them together. <laughs> well, that's a good cl- uh, that's a good cue for me to to make my way out of here. And uh, uh, that being said, I'm your host Norm, and I'll catch you later. This has been an episode of Cardboard Conjecture, and you can find more about the podcast on Twitter at BC Board Gamers, and you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Cardboard Conjecture and on Board Game Geek Guild number 4045. If you wish to contact the podcast, you can email norm at cardboardconjecture.com. Thanks, hey.